For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to catch you up on the latest that is happening within the NFL. Big news across the league really earlier this week and then on top of that the Titans have had some more news happen as it relates to free agency, but we'll get you caught up on everything you need to know here in just a second. But before we get started, I want to ask, do you believe? And I'd like to take a quick moment to give a word from our sponsor, Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. March Madness is upon us. I mean, we've got the Final Four coming up. And Bet Online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. D, before we get into it, man, I'm just going to ask you you doing all right? You having a good week so far? Man, I'm having a great week so far. I'm excited. The draft is coming up. I've been watching a lot of these uh, pro days. You know, I had to really follow Mac Jones' pro day. His pro day was awesome, by the way. And uh, <laughs> he's moving up the board, man. <laughs> you better, hey, you better stop hating on Mac. But I, I didn't hate on him. I just said he wasn't going number one. Overall. I was hoping you would say something so I could say something back to you. But you're being nice today. Um. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's funny you mentioned it because we have had some shakeup in the draft. We'll be getting into the draft over the coming weeks because obviously the Titans have a big decision to make whenever it comes to what they're going to do with the 21st overall pick. Uh, you, you look at some of the needs on this team. We've kind of gone through free agency. We're seeing how this roster is filling out. And now it's that time where we really start to evaluate these prospects as they're coming out of college and see what the Titans might look to do, whether they're going to go with an edge I mean, I, I, I could see him going receiver. I doubt they go offensive line in the first, but knowing John Robinson, that wouldn't surprise me. Or just taking the best player overall. I mean, he's he's done that before. So even if it's not necessarily a necessity at the moment. But D, the big story coming out of this week, and this is something we've kind of hit on, and we've just been waiting for it to be official. But the NFL has announced that they will be adding a week 18 to the NFL regular season, so now teams will play 17 regular season games starting this coming season in 2021. There's been some talk about it for a while now. We are getting some reaction from current NFL players and just what they kind of think of this move. This will also reduce, at least right now, I'm hearing that the preseason will be dropping from four games down to three. But, Denard, I mean, when, when you first hear hey, we're getting an extra regular season game. What does that that do for you? Are you, are you happy to hear that? And, and you can give me your take as a fan and as a former player. Well, you're not happy about it. We talked <laughs> before we was 
got on the podcast and a lot of people especially the fans you know they're always talking about how short the NFL season is you know compared to other sports well this is not basketball we don't need to play with nearly 80 games or baseball which plays 162 the wear and tear on guys' bodies, Davey, I, I, it's indescribable what your body goes through. I like to call it a metamorphosis. You know, you start fresh, but you end up banged up, you know, and it's tough. It's tough. 16 games, that is a lot of games, very taxing on your body. You got to understand that the NFL first started playing 16, a 16 game season in 1978. So we, guys have gotten used to it but i'm telling you when you talk about adding one more game it messes with a player's psyche because i mean it's it's tough well and again like some of this could change i don't expect it to for 2021 but the the nfl in my opinion missed an opportunity to one just add an extra bye week in that schedule i mean you've had people kind of asking for that for a while now i'm as a fan like i am not going to complain that oh man my team's on a bye for the second time this season they're going to schedule more games that week it's just you tune in you watch other NFL games I, I know a lot of people just that's their favorite time of the year just simply because of really yeah. football happening in the fall so you have that where it's it's going to be adding that extra extra game but I do like that the preseason's being dialed back a little bit that's that's one of the things where I'm like Four weeks has just been kind of too long. Like, let's just go ahead and get things started. I understand that you need that period to get acclimated to game speed, but D, I mean, in your opinion, was four weeks one week too much? Yes, yes. God, it's it's meaningless to a lot of players, and, and guys, if they've addressed this, you know, and the only people that really have complaints are the coaches. Of course, you know, it gives them a chance. And in particular, we talk about let's let's just say this: offensive line coaches were the ones that were complaining because they're the ones who have to, you know, work on hand movements and all of this. So they really complained that not having a a preseason really hurt a lot of offensive line play. I totally disagree with that. And a lot of guys, even when I played, they were not before preseason games because it's hard to get up for a game, especially football, Davey. It is so taxing. It is a tough game, number one. And so if you don't go into the game mentally prepared, ready to play, you can end up getting hurt. We've seen a lot of guys get hurt in preseason. And typically what organizations do, teams do, is they play really the safe route. When you're a starter and you already know you got your job uh, locked up, you know, basically what a lot of guys do like me, you, you're really just trying to get through it because you're going through the stress of two-a-day practices, number one. That's really tough on your body. And then sometimes when you go a whole week, a lot of games are on Friday nights. But what people don't know, like the first preseason game, well, we went, we done practiced probably three days in a row doing tour days. So literally when we go into a game on Friday night, we're exhausted. That's why the play, it seems like guys are so slow because we're tired. Half of the time we're exhausted. So our mentality as players sometimes in preseason is just to get through it, especially like me. Like, so for the first seven years of my career, I was a starter. So I'm just going into the game thinking, okay, let me just work on my footwork. I'm not worried about giving up a big play. If something happens, it happens. But, you know, and it's hard to go out there and go full speed. And that's where guys are complaining. Listen, last year we did, we didn't have no preseason games, but we saw the first game of the season when we looked at that Tennessee and Denver. It looked like they've been playing all preseason. They played, they were up to par. Everything was full speed. So I think, you know, if you're going to do this, 
let's eliminate preseason in all. Well, I, I will say, Denard, that it is not as rigorous of a off-season schedule nowadays as it was when you played. Uh, they've they've tried to make that easier for players. I, I wish you you had that luxury of not because they're basically not doing two days anymore. Oh man, yeah, soft. yeah. It's it's a uh, like high deal. school. That's like high school now. I mean, I don't want to get off course, but you know they don't even have a two days no more in high school. You know, my first year in nineteen eighty eight at South Garland High School, man, we almost had three a days, Davy. And you're talking about exhausted. But you know what? I can't complain. You know why, D? Because talk about those guys in the 70s. You know how long they practiced for this, like summer camp? Six weeks in three a days. Dick Vermeil, first year in Philadelphia. You remember that movie? What was, the, what was that player name? The, the Invincible guy? with uh, yeah. Vince Papali. The Papali. You know, hey, you, let me give you a little story. Did you know that Vince Papali actually came out and talked to us? Came out and talked to who? When I was at LSU. Oh, your, your collegiate team. Okay. I, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, but. but not just not me. I don't know. I don't well, yeah, I mean, to, to the team. Yeah, I, 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 I catch your drift. But you know what? I think about those guys in the 70s, in the 60s, 60s and the 70s. You imagine having a training camp for six weeks. Now, four weeks is too long. Usually, most coaches would break training camp about two to three weeks, like Mike Shanahan or Jeff Fisher. But you have some coaches out there, they believe in going the whole – that full month. So, you know what? I'm not going to complain because I'm sure there's a guy that played like Randy White, one of my favorite players, or, you know, Dick Buck is probably saying, you know, why are you complaining? We used to go six weeks and you guys only had four. Yeah. Denard, you brought up Jeff Fisher and the joke that's been going around. And I'm, I'm a fan of Coach Fisher, but no one can officially go seven and nine anymore. So <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> not in this dead age. Jeff gets to probably he'll he'll go down in history as the best seven to nine average coach there was, but yeah, it is what it is. But in in other news, uh, just kind of as we're on this, I mean the NFL on earlier this week they were able to get a lot of stuff kind of formalized as we head into the 2021 season. But I know Tom Pelissero put out that the NFL informed clubs on Tuesday that they can begin phase one of OTAs on April the 19th, and players are still allowed to work out at the facility in small groups as many have already been doing so, but the NFL and the NFLPA continue to discuss virtual versus in-person meetings and on-field work uh, soon thereafter. So that's kind of where we're at. And, and D, as we mentioned, the 17th game, the, the one thing I wanted to bring up was they have announced that that game for the Titans will be New Orleans coming back to Tennessee uh, to play in Nashville. Again, they don't know the exact dates of when this is happening, but as far as like who we're playing and, and at least in which location, Titans are going to get a rematch. I mean, that was a game two years ago where the Titans set out Derrick Henry. He did not play. And, I mean, Titans had a chance, but it did not ultimately turn into a win. But it didn't matter. We went back into Houston the following weekend, steamrolled them, and really set forth that awesome playoff run that led to making it to the AFC Championship. Now, I think that's not too bad of a draw for the Titans. I mean, Drew Brees retired. So the New Orleans Saints are having to kind of figure out what they're going to do with their quarterback situation. Jameis. I know Jameis, yeah, Jameis is there. What do they want to do with Taysom Hill? He's still under contract for a while with the Saints. But uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, I feel better than than the Colts. I mean, the Colts are going to be playing against uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks. So maybe that results in a loss for them and Titans get a win that could ultimately determine – Who's taking home the AFC South this year? We, we just never know how everything's going to play out. But all things considered, I, I guess, for how they set it up, getting the Saints after 
their quarterback for the last decade plus retires isn't isn't the worst draw you could get. No, and it all it all falls under the which the new CBA. I mean, that's the reason that we're playing the Saints number one. And for our listeners and audience, what does that mean? I was reading Tom Pelissero and Ian, Ian Rappaport, two of the great uh, minds in this game. I love those guys, you know. And I went really into depth as to why they put this together under the new CBA that was implemented in March. And we all know, and you know as well as I know, David, as smart as you are, this is all about generating revenue. You know, let's just be honest, because of the hit. So you think about the cap this year, D, at 198. So they're going to drop in 2021 somewhere around the 180s. So that's a huge, huge loss. I mean, the way... You look at it like this, and I try to tell listeners, kind of educate a little bit about what guys, what this means to players like myself, is when, so when there's a decrease in the salary cap, and this is being the first year because we know with COVID and everything like that, that's also, it can be a loss in what guys are making down the line in the future. So that affects your contracts as far as the value of what you think you might get in the value of what you might end up getting. <laughs> That's what's disappointing about it. <laughs> like, man, are you serious? This is the only thing. Yeah, because of the way the collective bargain agreement is set up. Now, for the NFL, this is great because, again, it generates revenue for them. Now, the only good thing about it is, and, and I love this, and I was reading this report about Tom Pelissero, and it says that with them going to a 17-game season this year, this will pay dividends uh, for the future. And what he means by that, it would open up inventory for neutral sites and international games. Now, we already know that they're playing in UK. They've been doing that for about, what, a few years now, going over to London. But they're talking about expanding, D, over to Canada. You see a lot of more Canadian-born football players. You know what I'm saying, D? And you think about it. They're talking about going to Japan, Germany. And if they go where I think that they want to go in Brazil, then you're going to have a lot of guys not coming back. They're going to end up staying over there in Brazil, if you know what I mean. But we're not going to talk about that. But you know what? That sounds a lot like baseball, is that they're going, they're getting out of America. They're expanding their borders. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know in business, what is that? It not only creates opportunities, but it does what? I mean, it grows the sport. It grows the sport. And if you grow the sport, then what happens after that? That means what? More money for you. And more everybody. money, baby. There you go, D. Well, D, I mean, you mentioned more money. I got a point I want to get to on that as, as it relates to something Roger Goodell recently said. But before we do that, I would like to take some time to talk about our newest sponsor, and that is the Sunday Scaries. Now, here's something you probably didn't know about me, but I often struggle to relax. You know, with my crazy life, it's just hard for me to shut off my brain and chill. I overthink. I get easily stressed out, and it just sucks. So I did my homework and I found Sunday Scaries, which are delicious and vitamin-boosted CBD gummies. They've become a must-have in my daily routine, and they chill me out in just about 20 minutes. Basically, they help me take the edge off so I can maintain my composure and live scare-free. And guess what? There's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money-back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is in the stress-relieving business not the stress-causing business. I got you 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code BELIEVE for your discount. That's promo code BELIEVE for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're having amazing, and you won't regret joining their squad. Now, D, talking about profit, 
opportunities for the league to make money expanding into other areas. Another one, I, I, if you mentioned it, I, I apologize, but I mean, Mexico City's actually hosted a game yeah. in the last couple of years, and they had one they had to cancel a couple of years ago because of field conditions. But, yeah, field. <laughs> but, I mean, like, that that's kind of the, the approach they're wanting to take. I know in the 90s they had, like, a Budweiser kind of sponsored thing where they were going over into Europe trying to grow the product. But I know fans right now probably aren't too keen on that, but what they are keen on is if fans are going to be able to get back into the stadiums this season, everyone pretty much had reduced capacity if you were even allowed to attend games at all. I mean, some stadiums, they went the entire regular season, no fans. But Tom Pilicero, as we've been talking about, also said that NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said that the league expects to have full stadiums during the 2021 season. I mean, that's big news whenever you're talking about getting more money for the league once you get those butts back in the seats. I was able to attend one game this past season whenever the Titans hosted the Lions, and it was one of those things to where you could just tell the atmosphere. It was it was fun to be there, but it's just it's not the same. I mean, they the way they had the seats structured, like if this wasn't your designed seat, they had it zip tied to where they made sure like no one else could even sit there, and you could yeah. just tell it was just a very small crowd. Uh, so it, is. <laughs> it, it just me, it takes away from the game, and I mean I, I understand like uh, the situation that that the league was in. Is I mean with the vaccines rolling out at the rate they are, this is this is something to where hopefully come. I mean we're we're, we're talking right here right before it's April, so we're, come August. Yeah. yeah, hopefully there's some kind of normalcy. D, let me just let me tell you this: <clears throat> when you talk about you going to the game in Nashville, I went to the Cotton Bowl to watch Oklahoma and Florida. So I'm thinking because my son plays for OU, you know, I'm thinking they're going to give us really good seats. You know, we're going to get some really good seats, probably near uh, the field. Right? Wrong. D, now you imagine how big Cowboy Stadium is. It looks like some kind of it like another world when you're driving there, you know. Yep. Jerry Jones basically built a monument that when even when he's he leaves, people are gonna know that this is the biggest thing in the state of Texas. So as I'm going as we're getting our seats, I'm thinking, you know, great man, I'm gonna get right on the field and I'm gonna get a chance to watch the Gators finally. You know, I haven't seen those guys since '96 when I played them. So this I'm excited to see Not Coach Mullen. I know, but so deep, they put us all the way in the nosebleed seats and I, I nearly got nausea. I was literally, my stomach was just, it's an indescribable feeling what I was actually feeling because I have never been sat that high. And did you know that they actually had, it was nobody up there, but the OU parents, but the way that they seated us was, you know, you think it, well, maybe I can move down just a few rows like we do at games and those, nobody's sitting in those seats. Man, they had people watching you to make sure you don't move out of the seats that they that they had you assigned to. And you think it, I'm all the way at the top. I'm literally two rows from touching the top of the stadium. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, that's just expect the unexpected. So I'm glad that maybe this year we'll get back to some kind of normalcy in sports. I'm, I'm with you. Let's hope we can get things back to normal a lot sooner rather than later. But D... The other thing that we teased when we got the show going was on the latest as it related to free agency and the Tennessee Titans. And right now, on Tuesday, the Titans agreed to terms with safety Mateus Farley. And he's coming over from the Jets. This is a guy that 
originally out of Notre Dame. He spent a couple of seasons with the Colts, and after spending some time with Indy, went over to New York. Uh, it was mostly a special teams contributor for the Jets. He was a captain for the special teams unit in New York. So this is a move, in my opinion, to where, one, we could definitely use some depth at the safety position. And then I mean, we know John Robinson is very keen on making sure that he gets guys that are going to be able to contribute very well and understand the special teams unit and kind of how to help help out there. So do you really have a take on, on the addition of Farley? No, because I've been focusing on a position we kept talking about last year and we was just constantly arguing about it and debating about it. And that's the outside linebacker, the rush, the edge. I've just been just literally just I've immersed myself into this draft and I've been looking at all these great bodies of young, you know, I like to call them studs coming out this year. So I've just been focusing on who I feel like can be the next great player for the Titans and that's all I've been focused on. Okay, okay. Well, the Titans uh, in free agency to this point, they've added nine players. But, D, as we get to the draft, and I, I, I can see you're, you're anxious to kind of talk about uh, Come on, baby. Come on. What, what the Titans might be looking to do in the first round. So you seem like you got a player on, on your mind. So ju- just go ahead and hit me with it, D. Who, who should the D, t- I got two of them. Two of them, okay. I got two, two of them. Okay, D, stars number one. I love this player out of Penn State. And let me just say to all our listeners, if you don't know, know nothing about Nick Lion football, there is a player who is a dynamic player, Jason Owa. It's Owa. That's Nigerian. You know what? Before, I don't want to deviate from what I'm about to talk uh, say about this young man. But, you know, D, I actually said, I think about five years ago, that the National Football League will be made up of about 50% of foreign-born players. We just got through talking about that. You alluded to a lot of the Polynesian players on the West Coast. So we got to learn some names uh, pretty soon. That's not like Davey Hudson and Denar <laughs> Walker, man. Yeah, the pronunciation guide. We're definitely going to have to make sure that we just have that uh, by our sides whenever we're doing a show moving forward. But yeah, the the names of players that their their ancestries from a region that is like you said not a a common name. We're gonna have to to get on with that because I think I, I think Jason's first name's like Odafe. Oh. Yeah, let's just call him Jason. We'll just go with Jason. It makes it a lot easier for us both. Yeah, and just you know, I've I've had a chance to watch their pro day. Um, I've just been really tuning in on you know the edge rushers and you know when I kind of breaking down a guy. And of course, I can't really give a visual illustration, but I can give our listener and an audience of what this player might look like. Who who would you compare him to, D-Walk? And I would say I compare him to Jason Taylor, the Hall of Famer that played a long time for the Dolphins. He's that kind of a player, and he's young, and he's foregoing his junior year. He's coming out early this year in the draft. And that's what I love because he's not only young, not only coachable, but you love players that are like 20 years old and you know that you can develop these players and they will be there for a long time and you can just, you know, and if they are able to evolve as players, you know, you can get probably 10, 12 years out of these players because by the time in year 10, he might just be 30, just hitting his prime. So that's a huge, I think would be a huge addition to this Tennessee, uh, this Tennessee Titans team and my man Quiddy Pay at Michigan. Uh, I had a chance to watch his pro day day. 
36 reps, 225. That's a strong man. And he was born in a Liberian refugee camp. Did you know that? I did not. I didn't either, but I read about it. That's amazing. These you're talking about, I was looking up uh, some of Jason's stats, just how he performed in his pro day. I mean, and you did mention, I mean, we're talking about a, a redshirt sophomore. So, yeah, he's, he's 22 years old currently. But, I mean, again, like yeah. at, at Jason, I mean, really good length, but explosive. He had a 39.5-inch vertical, and his Ooh. broad jump was over 11 feet. And I, I know it's a pro day, but the dude ran sub 440. So that's the physical attributes of these players today. You talk about the word freakish, man. That definitely gave him a boost. Uh, the, the other thing, too, was that J.C. Horn, if the Titans look to go cornerback, I, I could see them going uh, J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Coach Vrabel and general manager John Robinson were at South Carolina for his pro day. And then this past week, uh, Coach Vrabel and uh, J-Rob were also in Knoxville. They, they were actually here here with me. They didn't stop in and say, hey, at the station or anything. But they did kind of work out with offensive lineman Trey Smith, Josh Palmer, wide receiver guy kind of flying a little under the radar. Maybe Titans might look to grab him in the later rounds, probably day three, early day three. But I don't know, man, there's there's plenty of time for us to kind of get into some of these guys. But I at least know that Mike Vrabel, John Robinson, they are out evaluating these kids. And hopefully they – I'll at least give them credit. They haven't set the bar to a point to where it won't be hard to jump over last year's first-round pick. They got plenty of time, D. They got a lot of time to still evaluate a lot of young players. Just like that great class in 2017 with John U and Corey, I think 2021 would be a, is shaping up to be a really good draft. I think they're going to get some solid players. I'm like you. I love that uh, my, my man out of South Carolina – Jay Horn, I, I think he's a beast. I had a chance to watch him against Florida, and uh, he had a really good game. And so, yeah, he, he brings a lot of uh, upside, you know, a lot of speed. He can add depth. That's what they need. And not to mention, they got some veterans and Janoris coming in. That's what you want. But also, you still need to build. You need to start bringing in some youth to get those guys ready because that's your future. You know, that's really where your future lies is, is in the young players coming up through the draft. No, you're right. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be upset if we somebody was wanting to trade up. We drop back a few spots in the uh, first round and pick up a, an extra pick here or there. But, D, on the way out, I did want to take a moment to talk about eBay. Whether rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. And each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today, eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. So D, I guess by the time we meet back up next week, we'll have some more pro days under our belts. And I think it's about time we just, we, we go full gear talking draft. 
And unless some other big news comes out from from the NFL, I mean, I think that's. I know we've not been doing the mailbag recently, uh, but I I have been getting feedback. People are very interested in what the Titans might be looking to do, uh, not just first round, second round, but like how the Titans are planning on approaching this draft as a whole. And so, Denard, that is a topic I think you and I should really start to invest majority of the show into because, like I've said it before, I'll say it again. The draft, that's, I mean, that's uh, that's my my favorite time of the year, really. I, I just love watching how these GMs go about building a team, and one of the way you build for the future is going through the draft. So that's something we can definitely dive more into. But, D, before we get out of here, any closing thoughts, my friend? Yes, uh, I'll leave you with this. I got two things to say, and I'm going to say it real fast. D, when you just said J.C. Horn, I, you know what? Something hit me. When I watched this pro day, I'm looking at his numbers, and I'm saying to myself, you got to be kidding me. 19 reps at 225. This is a cornerback. 11-1 broad jump, a 4.3240, and a 41.5 vertical leap. That's not a man. That's a machine. I'm not even going to tell you my numbers. <laughs> D, when I was I was going off the other day about Rondell Moore, you're like, ah, oh, those are just measurables. It's not a big deal. And I was trying to make myself feel good. These numbers, and you're just like, my gosh, these kids are freaks. I mean, this is a freak. I mean, a 41 and a half vertical. You're literally that a four. 19 reps for a defensive back. I mean, I'll understand a safety, but a corner. What are you doing? I mean, he probably with these numbers might move up past certain. I'm, I'm just saying it could happen. It could no, happen. It, it definitely could. I mean, I've, I've been keeping up with mocks and they're kind of all over the place right now. But last week we did have a big trade uh, to where the San Francisco 49ers moved up to third. Dolphins moved back to 12. Dolphins traded back up with the Eagles, so the Dolphins are now at 6. Eagles are at 12. Just a lot of shakeup. So, I mean, it's it's just a matter of uh, time before we finally get some resolution as to who's going to be going, when, and where. Well, we'll see. And also, I want to say congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines, my one of my favorite players, Jawan Howard, not only for the Fab Five, but all those years in the league and and also, they've been fun to, the to watch, U- man. That'd be fun. And I just want to say this because I, I got to get this off my mind: the University of Southern California and UCLA. So Los Angeles right now is a city on fire, baby. Hollywood, two teams getting have a, they have the opportunity to play for a national title. Could you imagine two schools that are basically separated about twenty minutes apart? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, Duke and North Carolina do it almost all the time. I know, but give, 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 give USC and UCLA some credit. When the last time we seen USC and UCLA both at the same time? I don't know if you have, man. I don't know if you <laughs> we have. So, man, congratulations. And, of course, Gonzaga. Hey, I'm not even going to talk about Gonzaga. They're, every year they're number one, so they've already, they have already get credit where credit is due. It's always great. Well, hey, D, as always, buddy, I appreciate it. We'll be back to do it again next week. But you have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson, and as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along 
to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.